This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Hey everyone, I'm Kyle, and with me today is Jesse. Hello. And Jimmy. Hi. And today we are going to discuss the possibility of personal force fields. But before we do that, is there anything new? No, no I think no, it's been a while. It's been a while. This is our first episode back in a long time. Yes, right. that it is. We, right. we have traveled. We have not traveled. We have had Christmas. It's been great. Yeah. You have traveled. I any, have traveled. I went far any away. Any good Christmas go presents? Oh, many, many good Christmas presents. It seems like so long ago. It really does. I mean, it was, it was in reality, it was only like a month a little over mm-hmm. a month ago. God, January so. flew though. After Christmas and after New Year's, like it just is. That's it's all blur. Months can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We should discuss that. Uh, not, not today, though. No, that's frivolous. <laughs> that is frivolous. You'd probably say it's impossible anyway. <laughs> would I? <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> but all in all, here we are back, episode one, talking about personal force fields and personal shields. So. Jimmy, yes. Do you think this is possible? <sighs> this is one of those ones where it, it's very hard to get behind it, but I'm gonna do it anyways because I know Jesse's gonna say no. So yes, <laughs> it is absolutely possible. <laughs> Sometime that's, that's in the commitment. Very far, 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 far future, it is possible. When this happens tomorrow, I'm gonna come back and play this for you again. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, Jesse, uh, yeah, I think it's. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so bamboozled for a second. I was like, what? Bamboozled. <laughs> bamboozled. I've been bamboozled. I thought you were totally going to say yes. I should have no. known better. Even though I said no like five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, whatever. I, you could have had a change of heart. It could have yeah. been, uh, you could have been convinced within your that own brain. That should be our next podcast yes. if that's possible or not for Jesse to have a change of heart. No. <laughs> no, he's, he's uh, we'd have to show him a personal shield. Like he'd have to shoot us, and I'd have a personal shield in front of me, so that uh, that he could see that it's possible for him to change heart. What qualifies as a personal shield? It's like there there were shields in the Viking days, for instance, right? Or the Crusades. Well, and they I, are, I they are rather personal too. They, they were very carried, carried. Well, they were by personal, person. but they were also used as uh, personable. Oh. Per- personable. Mm, that's the nicest shield I've ever met. <laughs> uh, the shield, I mean, you see a lot of movies do this, or at least I see a lot of movies do this, where you, you see, like, the front line has, like, the shields down in front of them as well mm-hmm. as, like, in you know, oh, above, yeah, yeah. slightly they're above them. They're all interlocked. Like, yeah, they're all they're interlocked. The, 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 the phalanx, or what is that? The fa- what is the Greek mm-hmm. term for that? No, I, for yeah, the, the phalanx. Is it? Hmm. So you have no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm but a it's humble a, idiot. It's a troop formation. Mm-hmm. That that troop formation, yeah. though, like you see that it it's like individual shields. It's in the shape that I'm making my hands right now. Yeah, <laughs> and as Jimmy you can too. see, Jimmy's it's, also it's making this shape. <laughs> they they look they both look equally ridiculous. You can't yes. see it, but they do. The the Greeks perfected that model, and the Romans started with that model, and then they they lost a a critical war, and they changed their model, hmm. and then they trampled everyone. <laughs> Very I'm empirical. not sure. I, I don't remember exactly the name of the uh, new one, but it was it, based on the old system. It was Alexander just, the Great was the one that perfected it, right? Because uh, it had that been, sounds right. Yeah, it, it had been made before him. Uh huh. People, because the Spartans were older than. I think the Spartans invented it. Is that mm. after Alexander? Or is that before? You're getting into territory that I'm not as clear on. 
That's if you want to talk about the history of the English language or grammar, then <laughs> you can really get in on that. Then I can look that up. Oh, man, I just, Greek history though, meh, it's Greek to me. It's, a little, it's been a long time since seventh grade. It's the last time I had a world yeah. history class. Oh, that's true. I think Maybe someone will email us and say the, the truth <laughs> about it. Somebody will tell us we're wrong. I really, hope we've been hoping it. for that for a whole season now. You I can't mean, be wrong if you say I don't know. That's true. Unless you really do know. Oh, then, but I don't know. <laughs> then you're not wrong. Thank you. That's great. You're right. It's good to it's good to be on the right side of things. <laughs> so I think we should edit that. That was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're so it, if we're talking about the the Greek and the Roman Empire and how they fortified their front lines using personal shields because every individual would have a shield, but they would interlock them to the person next to them and the person behind them mm-hmm. to protect from arrow i don't know arrow damage mm-hmm. what, what would you call that but attack an uh, arrow attack that's arrow infiltration yeah <laughs> uh to protect from that those would those would be personal shields that's probably a good starting starting spot so are we talking about a more compact version of that like maybe something more technological well the thing that comes to my mind the when i think about it first is is uh uh is like star trek like shields up, like actual like. So for like a spaceship. Mm, but they had them for their person too. Did they? Mm-hmm. Oh. They or Curious. is it? Oh, I'm thinking of Dune. That's wrong. Sorry. Oh, yeah, so yeah. in Dune, Dune, Dune they Dune had personal have shields personal. because uh, uh, it's just a it's the same thing that you would imagine being around a ship, some form of electrical thing, yeah, some form of of energy surrounding something. Okay. What I'm kind of thinking about is, is more that technology. Like, mm-hmm. can that exist for a person? Like, can you cover a person in that energy and have that shield deflect a certain amount of damage until it gets burnt out or over overheated and then mm-hmm. used up? Like you see in a lot of, vi- like Halo is a very popular video game that has shields in it. Right. That Well, and funny enough that you mentioned space travel and shields or, you know, space agey stuff like halo and shields um or the fact that you related this to like protecting a spaceship is that there that seems to be like nasa's hot ticket right now Mm -hmm. and and great britain's hot ticket in trying to get astronauts and knots of many flavor to uh (laughs) to uh to mars is that the problem with being in space for a long period of time outside of the earth's orbit is that cancer becomes a super prevalent issue like the increase in chance of uh, the solar energy deteriorating your body and essentially giving you like uh, what skin cancer, I guess it would be wh- whatever you normally get from the sun, mm-hmm. like just skyrockets. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to find not only a way to protect the spaceship from from dust and all the varieties and harshness of space. Solar wind. Solar wind. Yeah, there you go. And uh, and they're trying to find a way to to protect a ship for the what 18 months it would be to get get a crew there. Do, do something and come back. And so what they've come up with is something you kind of touched on. It's an electrical force field type thing. And I think if you scaled that down, like it, it, it I don't know what the possibility of scaling down, like uh, essentially a plasma, a plasma shield would be, but that's kind of what they're talking about there. There, I discovered several articles within the last 10 years talking about the ins and outs of ha- how you would create a plasma shield. Uh, the, this particular article uh, by David Shiga, Shiga, Shiga. I don't know. Uh, he calls it a plasma bubble because mm-hmm. it's not just a forward-facing shield or a uh, rear-facing shield. It's okay. it's encompassing the whole 
the, the whole spacecraft at this point. Uh, truly, the problem they they keep on coming up with is that they they have they have found a fairly simple way to do it. Is because like what they would have to do if they use like a, a normal material like aluminum or something, it would have to be like six inches thick to even be useful, mm-hmm. and that's not practical to get up to space. However, if you send like a, a wire mesh covering of the ship up and then electrically charge it, you can create like a plasma shield essentially. Mm-hmm. And so I could, I would think you'd be able to scale that back. Um, I didn't, I haven't found anybody doing it. That doesn't mean anybody isn't doing it or trying it. Like, I mean, really he's talking about in my mind, what I picture like chicken wire and electrical impulse mm. essentially uh, and hydrogen. And, and just by causing the interaction of those three things, you have a flat piece of plasma, essentially, like mm-hmm. molten plasma, if you can call it that in quotes. Uh, but I found a couple of people doing that, actually, like NASA doing it, as well as um, the military in Great Britain uh, trying to uh, combat RPGs. Is that like a lot of the RPGs will still penetrate uh, tanks, and so mm-hmm. what they found is that they could they could release a massive EMP, essentially, to like the front plate of the of the uh of the tank as the rpg is like getting there mm-hmm. and it will like electrically charge at, like essentially causing that plasma reaction to the front panel of the tank mm-hmm. protecting it from an rpg oh wow and they, they've done that already so i would say like those, those in the the stre- furthest stretches of what we're talking about like i would say that 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 aspect of it's possible and that's the practicality i see behind it is protecting a tank or a spaceship but there's definitely nothing personal about it so, so they are you talking about? Because I saw two different ones for tanks, two different like mm-hmm. series, two different styles, I guess of them. One had very little scientific kind of uh, explanation behind it, uh-huh. but there was these videos of, I guess these images. I don't even know where they came from or if they're doctored at all. But uh-huh. it just had like a missile going through the air, and then all of a sudden it exploded. Oh, I did not see any videos. Okay, that that's, was that's an interesting one. Though. That was the trophy system. Well, that oh you yeah, see the trophy system. Mm-hmm. There was a very non-convincing uh, <coughs> news report on it. But those those kind of videos are very yeah. And I'm was, always very skeptical. It was on the old side. I was two or three years old, and I didn't see anything about it since then. But it it didn't. It seemed kind of like. It was very much not the bubble that you're describing, right? Mm-hmm. But it was more like what you mentioned towards the end, where they they would know it would detect the system would detect the the threat, the projectile, right. and then kind of zap it with a a charge. Well, and that's that's what the so this article but um, it, would, it would take it out in midair. But that was the cool thing about it. See, and that's it. Like that that's kind of where I that that to me sounds more descriptive of what mm-hmm. we're what we're trying to like find out if it's possible something mm-hmm. that like literally just disintegrates a missile in yeah. in the middle of space in front I think of it uh, it detonated it so the the actual mass would still come in contact with the tank yeah but, but it's it was it diminished yeah. yeah and that and that that kind of seems to be this article I found I read it it's in the telegraph and it's from uh, 2010 yeah that sounds right but uh, he that's what he's talking about is it's that there's a super capacitor on the tank and mm-hmm. it charges the front panel which oh no that's a different oh okay that's a different thing. interesting so that was the other one where there's like a series of panels surrounding the mm-hmm. the vehicle. Yes. And then when the when the projectile hits it, then it it closes the circuit between mm-hmm. the the first and second layer. Yes. And that releases the charge. Mm. Which, I've heard about that one. Which detonates the, the thing and doesn't and it, <coughs> it like slows the process because of the charge. Yeah, it's essentially what it is. Is that like you know RPGs 
create molten metal, which goes like it, it armor pierces tanks, mm-hmm. apparently. So says this article. Yeah, and uh, and so what this does essentially is that that um, that electrical current flowing between the two plates of metal um, essentially just slows all that stuff down, so it can't get all the way through. Right. Mm. And so apparently they've been successful at it. That's what they. Um, I mean, like, and, and the whole cause of this is they're they're trying to the ministry, ministry of defense in Great Britain has has like charged everybody with, you know, we need to make these tanks lighter, and so yeah. in order to make it lighter but still have the same like protection, yeah. this is how they've decided they're going to do it. Sounds like um, we read the same article. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you might have emailed it to me, or, it or, or posted it on Facebook, <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then some naysayer said it wasn't possible. It sounded mm, nothing like would, Star Trek. Who would do that? Mm. Well, that doesn't sound anything like Star Trek. <laughs> In Star Trek, the, the whatever it is, the laser beam, laser beam doesn't even hit come in contact with the ship. That is true. Is, and you're still even with that, with the system we we're just discussing, you're still sustaining damage. It's just not right debilitating. That's something I've never understood in Star Trek. So they have all the sophisticated technology. They can travel, you know, to other galaxies, other planets, mm-hmm. really, really well with mm-hmm. ease. But when they're in a firefight, they still miss. How have we not upgraded our targeting systems to hit all the time yet? You're shooting because a laser. it's not as good of a story. <laughs> I'm just saying. If we're going to fly around, we might as well shoot accurately. Uh, well, they know oh, they're dear. just going to hit the shield anyway. So, <laughs> so we just scare them. We do a warding shot first. Well, they're aiming <laughs> right at across the, the bow. <laughs> they're aiming at the possibly invisible, unprotected part of the ship. Ooh, that might be there. That's true. There's a chance. There's a chance. So, <laughs> so to the effect of what Jesse was saying, that that doesn't sound very Star Trek-y, uh-huh. uh, I did find another another piece that was far more conceptual uh, out of Paris. Uh, their concept of their concept of a shield is, is much like the bubble concept I was talking about mm-hmm. with the uh, the space travel, but uh, this one is a, mig- a mini magnetosphere. Where essentially the ship becomes what the center of the Earth is that causes the magnetic force field around the Earth, like just the natural magnetic reaction. And so they, they, they keep referring to it as a Kevlar waistcoat, is that the ship is part of the waistcoat. Uh-huh. But uh, they, they're, they're, the, the French are, are developing it you know, with NASA and, and the Brits in order to, uh, to protect astronauts going to Mars. For the, it's for the same reason. It's just a different take on it. Right. Instead have of form and function. Huh? It'll have form and function. Yeah, right. Since the French are involved, it'll, it'll look good. <laughs> it will look spectacular. <laughs> it will look fabulous. It'll be part of Fashion Week. <laughs> when you mentioned the French, I felt I had to make a generalization of some sort. So. Well, I'm glad you didn't say, like, cowards or uh, or uh, they, that well, they're spiky. I was trying not to. <laughs> well, that's what I, I'm, I'm saying. I'm commending you for, for not going with the typical mm-hmm. American mindset of the French are just a bunch of uh, of pansies. Wow. Tell us how you really feel, Kyle. <laughs> I, I don't feel that way. I never said it was my sentiment. I just said, this is what the American sentiment seems to be. You got really passionate be. about it, though. Because I really, I love French culture, and they aren't as rude as American oh, people think they are. Oh, now you're just backpedaling. Oh, dear. So, whoever, I for Kyle, all of our French listeners. <laughs> yeah, whoever's in France right now, I love you and your people. Uh, I apologize for my culture being idiots. My culture being these two people in front of me. Or at least Jimmy. Hmm. Hello. I'm not part of your <laughs> culture? Oh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> my, my culture of uh, everything is possible, nothing's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, what what do we think needs to happen in order for us to achieve any sort of style of personal shields? One, the technology needs to get way smaller. That's that's. In but which technology though? The the one that makes sense to me the most is the the first Mars. Not the Mars mission, but the protection of the from the UV rays, the plasma bubble, the plasma bubble, but through like the chicken wire as you t- talked about. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. That that is always the thing that whenever I was reading about this, that makes it hard to get behind because you need to find some way. Things just don't happen just to happen. You can't just cause like this energy field and it's just immediately going to stick to your body or magically make a bubble around you. It has mm-hmm. to. There has to be some medium that it's traveling through so that it knows to go in a shape. Sure. You can't just tell energy to do something. It won't do it. You have to control it in some way. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the challenge that I see is how do you get that to... Because I'm I'm thinking more for like a person. Yeah. For a ship, it might be easier. You might be able to... you just tack a bunch of chicken wire on the bottom of the ship. Right. Or or whatever the traveling medium is around the outside. And then there you have it. They're doing it with the tanks, with the armor plating. Mm -hmm. But with a person... I guess it really gets into like if we had an Iron Man armor, we could. No, you could do it with <laughs> you that. You could, you could put the shield on the outside of the armor. I just don't know if you could ever have an exposed human to that. I mean, and what is the what is the long term effects of being exposed to that much plasma energy? Right. I mean, there I think is there a, are other issues here. Yeah. There, I mean, we talk about you talked about in the first uh, the the first time you talked about Mars that they want to try and and. Uh, and reduce the risk re- of cancer. But you're putting energy around them? Like, I mean, who knows how bad that could be? Maybe it's a whole different type of sickness you can get from it. I mean, we won't True. know until we try, so. Well, yeah, Sorry, I mean, like, so we better try sooner. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any guinea pigs? Yeah. I'm sure there are. Well, we're certainly not sending any monkeys to Mars. Well, there are. There are. <laughs> been. It's that, that Russian project right now that has. Sochi? Four, four th- the Olympics? Oh, no. oh my goodness. Have you seen the pictures of that? Yes. All that of them. is horrific. Is that <laughs> what you meant by Russian experiment? Because that's it sure sounds yeah. like one. <laughs> I haven't seen the pictures. I don't oh. even really know what you're referring to. So oh, they they the, they did not quite finish the Olympic. Not quite is an understatement. Oh, we all knew that was gonna happen. Well, yes, it was predictable, but we're talking like like They're, a like a former football player who's a like a a luge a loser, I guess. Yeah. His like he got stuck in what his bathroom. Loser. What a loser! <laughs> he got stuck in his bathroom, so he had to like slam through the door. There was a the Russian prime minister admitted that they put cameras in the showers and mm-hmm. like all sorts of like all sorts of just you know Russian there's stuff. A, there's a lot of pictures. There's, there's a lot of funny pictures of like the bathrooms being rushed. So because they were just rushing, they apparently they were Russian. They were. Oh. <laughs> they were hurrying up. The process of, of finishing the build. And uh, they were just having people slap together stuff. So there's a bunch of pictures of like the toilet seat covers on the wrong way to where the lid is like on the upside actual, down. They're upside Entirely down. upside down. So you can't open them correctly. <laughs> there, there's like plugs in the wall that like uh, that like the news media, they'll like go to plug their laptop and they're like, this doesn't work. And they like pull the plug off the wall and it's not attached to anything. Like it's full just, rooms that way. The yeah. full hotel's just not done. There, I don't know. It's... There's one picture I saw that was like, I'm really happy they gave me internet, and it's like a, a cutout sunroof, and it's these two modems hanging by the ethernet cords, just like, <laughs> just, the, just hanging, just two two little. I, like, I saw routers. that one too. Yeah. I'm so happy. Oh, I, I'm so happy they gave me internet, but they gave me all of the internet, and it's like <laughs> hanging from a, an access box in his ceiling. Ridiculous. Uh, what is the other? Oh, the anyway. That, that's the Russian the, experiment I was talking about. 
Okay, well, the one I was talking about uh-huh. was, it may not be Russian, but it's some countries. I don't think it's it better than, <laughs> than Sochi. Sochi. Maybe that's why Sochi's so bad, because they're spending money on this project instead. I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, but there was, uh, I know it's not in the U.S., but it's somebody is, is, was looking for volunteers for people to be the first colonists of Mars. I I feel like I heard this before, but I don't know where. I can't remember. It's rather Sweden or Russia. It's not Richard Branson, is it? The the guy, the U.S. U.S. Virgin Galactic, U.S. Virgin Galactic, Virgin Galactic, maybe doing the like planned space trips for the consumers. It's not him. Know. Okay, because he's competing with SpaceX, right? Well, he's commercializing what SpaceX is doing. Like I don't I don't know if they're working together. Or if they're working against each other, or Probably if they just happen not. to be doing the same thing, because like he he's commercializing it. Right, Branson is the is the Virgin Records guy, right? The Virgin, the Virgin Media, Virgin, Me- yeah. Virgin whatever group, yeah, whatever Virgin everything, Virgin everything. How does he have money? I thought all that stuff went out. Of, I have no he idea. He confuses dude. me. He does. I, he, I don't understand how he has money to do stuff. Man, but rock on. He's I, done. He's done a lot, man. He's a good looking man. He's got good hair. He does have good hair. Spectacular uh, hair. I just don't know how he pays for it. That's just <laughs> he's obvi- he's obviously a projection. He's fake. All right, a holograph. Yes. No. Why not? That's not possible. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we talked about this. <laughs> Ugh, we have to go back in time. Uh, not possible either. <laughs> what would this get used for in practicality? Uh, well, combat. Combat uh, scenarios come into play, I think. Yeah. Also, space travel. Okay. Well, those, there's a lot of. Yeah. Maybe even those spaces, a lot of space. There's still some particles out there, in addition to the radiation that we discussed. Mm-hmm. There's there's some debris that we've put there. Uh-huh. That's going to be a problem. There's little rocks and meteor micro meteors flying all over the place. Yeah. Uh, It'd be nice to protect from. And then they start. So I don't. I haven't watched more than a couple minutes of Star Trek in my entire life. But the as Kyle and Jimmy exchange a dismayed look. <laughs> <laughs> There's. You should at least watch the 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 Khan stuff because that's definitely. Some oh, of I the watched best. the Wrath of Khan because there's a <laughs> one of my coworkers said there there was a reference to my name in there. And oh. Oh, to just a human? Are they talking about the human just race? Human. Yeah. Oh, just human? Of all the souls I've ever encountered, his was the most. Oh, wow. Human, human. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, I mean, there's always the, the constant, like, next generation, the, uh, what, what, what race of being are they? I don't know, but they always refer to the Star Trek crew as human. <laughs> and so I constantly refer to Jesse as <laughs> Jesse human. You're not human. the only one. And now, I, now I know where that's from. Yes, it is from Star Trek. <laughs> Thanks for cluing me in. Anytime. Uh, you should watch more Star Trek. You would know. No, no, I don't think so. Okay, fine. I can just go and read about the pertinent points. So there's, they had multiple different shields, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Some were for defense and some were for just going really fast. Because when you're in warp drive, you can't really dodge mm-hmm. obstacles. So they just push them out of the way with their... I don't know, travel shield, whatever, whatever it's called. Hmm. And they had uh, their air shield. And apparently the, their laser beams couldn't even penetrate their navigational shields. Don't they know their laser? That was a quote. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how it was delivered. 
but there was a quote. You, you aren't going to pretend to know? I'm not. You almost did. <clears throat> I, I did. <laughs> Everybody in this room would have instantly known that I was making it up. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I mean, if you could, if you could make it smaller and you can give it to the soldier, that would be a great help with defense. That'd be a huge military advantage. Adva- Once again, I take the military approach with all of these things we talk about. It's usually where technology starts, anyway. So, yeah. they Can't. have a they have a lot of money and a lot of not necessarily willing, but a lot of guinea pigs they can use it on right away. <laughs> what about the driverless car? Hmm. You know the the Google driverless car? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Apparently it won't crash, but what if it had a personal shield? Would that would that minimize impact or would that be a yeah, if you put personal shields around cars? Yeah. I mean like but I think I think the technology you can just play bumper cars. Yeah, right. Bump, bumper shields. <laughs> I well, I think I but I think the technology that's going to support less accidents is going to be automating the driving of all cars so, so, they, many so that their interaction with each other that's because people don't like to give up control, especially bad drivers. We don't. We don't have. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I but that's was, that's where I think the technology is. I don't think the personal shields would be used for accident prevention. I would think that hmm. actually, accident that would be accident like sustaining an accident. But I think that the technology that'll be developed to like to combat like the the severity of accidents will be uh, will be automating the driving of the car mm-hmm. because he, if you take human error out of the equation, like it, the percentages just drop. We can't entirely take human error out unless you're making robots that are making the cars. Oh, I suppose so. The, the manufacturing I mean, of I mean, the vehicle itself. There's still, but the navigation system and the control system and everything that's going into the, all the software. Well, I didn't say it went away. I just said it dropped dramatically. It does drop dramatically, but it's still there. It is still and, there. And there's even potential for catastrophic system failure. And then, then what are you left what with? What flagrant system error? Oh. <laughs> Not flagrant. Catastrophic. Catastrophic. And then you have like a pileup of, of driverless cars all. With in, their personal in, shields yeah. just putting plasma out into the universe. <clears throat> putting plasma out there. But what if they're uh, something? What if they're electromagnetic? Ooh. They're putting magnetic force fields out of the universe. <laughs> Maybe. That's already happening. Attracting everybody <laughs> to them. Hmm. This idea. Yeah. So that being said, <clears throat> Jimmy, is this possible? I. It. <laughs> uh, uh, he wants he, to say yes so bad, <laughs> but he can't because it's because I'm a logical human being. So it's hard for me to say. It. I would say for for putting it on something like a tank or mm-hmm. putting it on something like a ship and deflecting UV rays. And I don't think, I don't think these shields could ever, ugh, this is going to be rough for me to say. I don't think these things could ever deflect a projectile the way that they do in Star Trek. I don't think, I feel like it's breaking too many laws of physics. I'll, I'll, I'll let them break one or two laws because that's what inventions do sometimes. But sure. But, all like, if something's flying at you, if a cannonball is going to hit your ship, it doesn't matter what amount of energy you have around yeah. it. It's still going to. It might break the ball, but it's still going to hit you. It does, it does. You if you have if you can meet the projectile with an equal amount of energy from a standstill object, though. <clears throat> if it's equal, if it's an electrical charge, it's equal to the force of the inertia of the flying Just, object. I guess it's true. That's that's basic Newtonian physics. Correct. 
Newtonian physics. Newtonian physics. Uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to get by. I think you could do it on a large object. I think you can do it on but a large... But not personal shit. I don't know if you could ever do it personal. Okay. That's a bit of a stretch it is. So, Jesse, and I'm looking for something here, <laughs> other than what you normally say, <laughs> is this impossible? Oh, you just want me to phrase it a different way. <laughs> so you phrase your question a different way. <laughs> You're really big on semantics. I figured you had something different. <clears throat> uh, I, don't, I really don't feel like this is possible. I mean, in the in the kind of like what Jimmy said, in the in the sense that we see it in film and television, mm-hmm. where it's in, it's completely invisible. And honestly, if it's not completely invisible, it's not much use, right? Mm-hmm. So it has to be invisible. It has to be portable. It has to be efficient energy wise otherwise you know you can't can't take it with you then it's not practical for it to be all those things plus strong enough to withstand yeah yeah, it's a it's a tough sell for me that's and that's that's the thing is ultimately like i'm gonna go with the the blatant statement of i think that it's possible it will one day be possible to some degree for a spacecraft and I'll call it a, I will call it a fairly invisible thing because the plasma charge you're not going to really be able to see at the, at most it's going to look like a glowing spaceship. You still have that you, in that in that scenario you still have the physical wire like, or something. That's but being, yeah, but it's just going to look like the exoskeleton of the like the the it's just going to look like the exterior of the spacecraft though. I mean, like if you look at it, you're, you're going to see the spacecraft. Therefore, naturally, you would see the chicken wire because it's it's on the outside of the spacecraft. Mm-hmm. So, so it's less of a, of a bubble and more of a casing. Yeah, I like it's a skin. That's that's the way. At least that's the way I read the description. But I think that'll be possible. But as far as like personal shields, like unless they find a way for you to be able to hold, like I don't know if you guys remember. I forget which one of the early. I'm going to call it the early episodes of Star Wars. It's like two or three. Might even be one. But the, remake, the what the the remake version? the the episodes one two and three not episodes four five and six so the one of the early episodes of Star Wars oh yeah where those droids would roll out and the big like, so shield dome would roll out those out. yes but a, to to more extent there's a uh, there's a picture and I'll probably post it as like the icon picture of this episode but the, there's a picture of uh, of the wow man what Jar Jar Binks what Gungans Gungans so the Gungans have these shields that they like just hold this rod out and then like. Mm-hmm. Like a shield comes oh, out from the top and the bottom right. of it, and it like they hold it in front of them, like they do, like like the Greeks or the Romans would hold the shields in front sure. of them. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I don't know, like I, I don't, I just don't see it being possible. Like really, I, it's it just doesn't sound practical uh, in the forms that we've talked about. Maybe there's some material out there we just don't know mm-hmm. about, or some interaction between materials we just don't know about. Yeah, that's a, it's it's kind of like what I was saying. It's you you need to somehow make a path for the energy to stop. Right. That's like that's my big problem with lightsabers. I actually think we have the technology to create an, a laser, like a handheld laser that can cut through stuff. Like we already have little like lasers, like laser sights that can penetrate balloons. I know it's right. not that big of a deal, but it can actually it's something. It can cause damage, mm-hmm. and uh, you know lasers have always hurt people's eyes for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So we, I think we have the ability to build a laser. The problem is we don't have any way of stopping that laser at like a, you know, three feet away or however long your saber is that oh, you yeah. want. We have no way of stopping that energy and reflecting it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could possibly see that those, those uh, Jar Jar Bink shields, I can see that being possible 
if you already had like a, yeah, an outline a built, if you had a yeah, frame built, I absolutely, can see, I can see filling the frame with something, but yeah, not, yeah. Well, that like I agree, I could see filling filling a boundary with mm-hmm. with some sort of something, but as uh, you know, as like you were saying with the lightsaber, as like having an object that just puts out just this much of a field mm-hmm. in this shape and form, I don't see that happening. You know, I, I saw something interesting, sort of related. I might have been even researching something else, but you know when you have a you have an arc of electricity, yeah, through two points that aren't touching each other, mm-hmm. but the charge is such that it it jumps, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes a an arc, an arc shape, mm-hmm. uh, uh, an ellipse, a uh, crescent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there's some way to to arc between oh, two points. I see. So you have a curved. It's not a it's not a projection linearly from your chest out, but it's from maybe it goes from your head to your toe and it makes an arc in front of you. How do you all around? Yeah, but how do you get that without? Well, an electromagnetic uh, field, an electromagnetic field is is a donut around the wire. You know, if you have a coil of wire, you mm-hmm. have a, a donut shape right. around, around well, the coil. Hmm. That's curious. That's a curious thought on it. Hmm? Interesting. So we can. there's a way to make that shape of invisible something it's just using electricity it's not plasma and it's not anything with with any mass but it, it's you know mm-hmm. it's electromagnetical and that's something hmm that's interesting so jimmy final thoughts on this topic i this one's this one's one of those ones that's tough because it's it's there's not a whole lot of practicality to what's going on now mm-hmm. i mean we were talking about things that they're working on but they're not necessarily NASA's not working on a projective shield to protect them from other lasers. Right. <laughs> so enemy fire. Enemy fire. So non-existent lasers. Yeah. Weapons. So it's it's kind of hard. So this is fun. I like I like doing these ones that are more theoretical because it makes you it makes I think it makes us think more about make we can't cheat and look at what is already what's being happening or what's, what's happening. been happening. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there people have been trying to develop better better armor and better shields for mm-hmm. you know since man has created shields to begin with when they were just out of wood or clay even if mm-hmm. you're mayans but but uh yeah no it's interesting it was an interesting topic my brain mm-hmm. hurts thinking about it a little bit it's also been it's also been a while since this is our first episode back so <laughs> you stop thinking i did entirely yeah i don't need to think at my job at all no they that's would you, prefer we not. That's so. how you get promoted. <laughs> so that being I'm said. I'm shooting for management now. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell them to think about what they're doing, but they won't. So, so Jesse, final thoughts. Uh, yeah, this would be cool if it, if it could exist. I mean, <laughs> right? I don't know why I love that sentence so much. This would be cool if it actually could exist in this if universe. If it was ever possible, ever. <laughs> you know, I really... I really think that the Dune shields mm-hmm. are are an interesting way to go about it because it's not it's not anything that I've seen anywhere else because the thing that's distinct about the Dune shields is is their personal which I don't think I don't know we we've seen oh I'll start you said Star Trek had that yeah for just for one person yeah but the thing that's distinctive about the Dune the shields in Dune is that they they have a, a liquid quality where if you go slow yeah like if you stab somebody with a sword mm-hmm. you can go right through it oh but it, it protects from 
from gunshots and other fast moving. Mm-hmm. Any projectile that moves quickly. Similar to the way a bullet hits water. Yeah. 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 That's hmm. interesting. It is interesting. Well, I, I'm kind of of the same mindset that you two are. Is that it? I don't know. I, hmm. This one's hard to defend, right? It's hard. It's hard to fight for this one. Well, I mean, it's hard to fight for it as a personal shield. It's it's very easy to fight for it as like a put this around a spaceship to protect the astronauts yeah. from cancer, or whatever. I mean, but I, as far as like like the traditional thought when you say a personal shield, a being anything other than a personal metal shield of of the days of yore, mm-hmm. it, right. it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem possible or practical in any of the technology we know about. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say my caveat is if we somehow <laughs> if we somehow discover or find something else, then maybe it's possible. Mm-hmm. But what would that something else need to be or I be like? Couldn't even begin to tell you. That's the, that's the problem with it is I think everything we know about now makes this completely impractical. Other there, than the other than the arcing electricity is the there, concept. Is there an obstacle that sticks out to you as like the main thing that makes this impossible? Oh, well, uh, I mean, using technology we're, we're currently talking about, you'd either have to have a huge colossal battery pack on you to charge hydrogen, uh, which in that to that effect you'd have to have hydrogen around too. Um, th- I, so that that's that concept. For what you were talking about with like electrical arcs, you'd have to still have a, a colossal amount of electricity around. Um, Very likely, you're still carrying something, whatever it is. I mean, if it's like the Gungan shield, then it's like, oh, it's this little, like, metal cylinder rod thing that you have on you. But other than that, like, it, it's just impractically large, impractically heavy, or just impractical overall. Like, I, I can't like I can't think of any one thing you'd have to overcome. You'd have to overcome all of that. Yeah. That's why I think it's more feasible for an Iron Man suit, a suit that's already designed to carry a bunch of weight. Right. You can add more stuff to it. And Yeah. And also, it's designed to help you with the weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I agree that if, in exoskeletons. if you uh, if you were using Iron Man, Iron Man could could have a personal shield. Iron Man could be a personal shield, or just just a, a generic exoskeleton. Didn't mm-hmm. wouldn't have to be Iron Man per se. Yeah, but he's got a cool theme song. <laughs> does he? Yeah, how, did, how call do, it to mind? How, how, does, how exactly does it go, does Jimmy? Go? <laughs> I hate both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because the first song I thought of was the wrong one. <laughs> oh, I think everybody heard that episode. I think we're good. That's probably why I had so many hits. <laughs> now that I think about it. Well, that being said, I think that wraps up our discussion on personal force fields. All right. What are we talking about next week? Is it invisibility? Is that next week? Visibility quote, quotes? Invisibility cloaks. <laughs> We can do invisibility quotes. <laughs> I once was invisible, said everyone. Is that like air quotes? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I should have gone with that. That would have been far more clever. I'll have to mention it next week. Did jokes carry over that long? No. Uh, th- this is already not as funny. <laughs> okay, tune in next week. We are talking about uh, invisibility quote. Invisibility. <sighs> Here, are we going to post any of the... That's the links that we talk about. Any links or anything? Yeah, yeah. I mentioned a bunch of articles. I've already got them sitting in the post. And they'll be on the on the interweb, in, on the on the website, on our website only, exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. 
Visit impossiblethingspodcast.com to interact with the guys on Twitter, Facebook, and email. Questions, topic suggestions, corrections, and rants are always welcome. Also, find more episodes and see sources referenced in today's discussion. Impossiblethingspodcast.com for all things impossible. Thank you.